I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Voice First Health. The future of health is voice. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Voice First Health. I have a real treat for you today. We have Devin Nadar on the podcast. She is the Partnerships Manager for the Innovation and Digital Health Accelerator at Boston Children's Hospital. If you have been following the Voice First Health scene, particularly at the intersection of healthcare, you know that Boston is a hub for this type of innovation. And Boston Children's Hospital is certainly at the forefront of this. You may be familiar with a, uh, a skill, an Alexa skill known as Kids MD, which has received a lot of press and, as you will hear, has been received extremely well by the parents of children who may be sick and maybe need some help and they can now ask Alexa at home. So this has been a real success story. As well, in addition to talking about that, Devin talks about a brand new skill that uh, they have made in partnership with another hospital in the United States, and I'll leave Devin to give you the details on that. As well, she talks about an event coming up, uh, which you don't want to miss if you are interested in healthcare and voice-first technology. So we cover a lot on this podcast, and uh, you can hear in Devin's voice uh, just how much experience she has in this and and the exciting things that she's doing uh, in conjunction with Boston Children's Hospital and their new partners. So uh, without any further ado, it gives me great pleasure and I'm very excited to bring Devin Nadar onto the podcast. Well, hi there, Devin. It is great to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for uh, taking some time to join us today. Thank you so much for having me, Terry. Really looking forward to it. Wonderful. Well, I had the opportunity to hear you speak at the Voice of Healthcare Summit in Boston not too long ago. And uh, you covered a lot of fascinating things that uh, that are going on with Boston Children's Hospital. But even before we get into that uh, that sort of stuff, maybe you can take a few moments and just introduce yourself and what you do uh, with Boston Children's Hospital. Absolutely. So my name is Devin Nadar, and I'm the Partnerships Manager here at the Innovation and Digital Health Accelerator at Boston Children's Hospital. And we do an incredible amount of Uh, different things here, but my role in particular is focusing on cultivating partnerships with industry, with startups, with, you know, exciting, exciting innovators in the field of healthcare to kind of solve clinical pain points that we see in and out of the hospital every day, as well as just, you know, kind of have a pulse check on what's going on in healthcare technology today so that we're continue to be at the cutting edge of technology and offering the best, the best experience to both our patients and our providers here at Boston Children's. Wonderful. And how did how did you personally get into this area? It's it's a neat niche that you know th- those of us that are involved in this are in the bubble and and it's it's a fascinating area. But it, it's always interesting to hear the personal stories. Sure. So I actually started out working at Athena Health here in Boston. So it is a electronic medical record and billing company, and I that's kind of when I really started to get into the R and D aspect of healthcare technology. So thinking about, you know, how technology can solve pain points and how, you know, innovative companies are thinking about, you know, really tackling some of these challenges that unfortunately healthcare is kind of behind on. 
And so I, I really got into it there, but found an incredible opportunity here at Boston Children's Hospital to really be a more integral part of the innovative um, ecosystem that we have. So we take innovators here at the hospital and we kind of surround their projects with a mini startup team. And for me, that was really one of the most compelling things that led me here is the ability to kind of see an idea from its infancy and from its creation all the way through product development, launch, and potentially even spinning out startups from our group. So that's that's, I think, why I made the switch to Boston Children's Hospital, as well as just it's an incredible organization and being a part of the number one pediatric hospital in the United States. There's there's really not a better place to be. Wow, that, that that's great. And Boston obviously has become a real hub for voice technology and innovation. So you're definitely in the right place there. Um <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what Boston Children's what Boston Children's Hospital is doing in this voice first and healthcare space. Can you tell us, you know, what what's the story there? How did Boston Children's Hospital get involved in that, and what has you know progressed from there? Sure. So I would be remiss if I didn't kind of start by acknowledging the incredibly supportive leadership that we have here at Boston Children's Hospital in just you know, letting us explore new technologies and supporting us as we kind of go on these endeavors to test out new technologies such as voice in the healthcare setting. So they're really letting us push the boundaries of what technology can do, again, for the hospital and for our patients. So we really saw an opportunity with voice from the beginning. We thought that this was an exciting new medium where we could reach, first of all, what we focused on was families at home. One of the things that we you know, have here at Boston Children's Hospital is just an incredible amount of expertise and knowledge around you know, how, to, how to have your kid, make your kid feel better. <laughs> and for a lot of parents, there's a, you know, a number of moments where their kid might be throwing up, their child might have a really high fever, and they don't know what to do, and they don't know kind of the appropriate care to seek. Mm-hmm. And that's what we really wanted to do with KidsMD. We wanted to provide trusted content um, from pediatric experts. So we wanted to take the Boston Children's Hospital expertise and make it available to our patients. And voice represents an interesting opportunity there because you can really reach patients in their homes. Yes. Smartphones were the first step to reaching patients, you know, kind of where they were. And voice technology represents our ability to step inside and be kind of anywhere that patients need us to an even greater degree. Okay, that's great. And so, yeah, talk, talk to me and talk to the listeners a little bit about Kids MD. This is, I guess, your flagship uh, skill at the moment on on uh, on Alexa. Yes. So it was our first skill that we launched over two years ago, and we really did want it to be kind of a basic source of pediatric information. So we wanted parents to be able to ask about common symptoms. So if your kid is sneezing or if your kid is throwing up, and how long have they been doing that, and kind of go through almost your basic kind of symptom checker checklist, but we also wanted to make it a little bit more robust in terms of what information you could put into the skill and what you could get out of it. And that's why we actually integrated with a smart thermometer, Rang, um, and Thermia. So 
what you can do is you can actually hook up a smart thermometer and take your child's temperature. That will be put into the skill, and based on that, as well as your child's age and weight, you can get dosing recommendations for you know common um, medications that you would be able to safely give your child. So these are things that you might have um, available if you kind of Google online, but what we did was we put it in one convenient skill so that you could kind of diagnose your, your child with a little bit of help from Boston Children's Hospital at home and understand what the best next steps were to take if that was, you know, that you could give your child a dose of children's Tylenol at home. You were making sure that you were providing them with the correct dose. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. And I actually was not aware of the uh, the integration with the thermometer. That's that's a really great idea. How do you How do you get around the issues of liability then when you're providing medical advice? So you will hear lots of disclaimers. Um, I guess that's kind of the easy way to put it is, you know, we are we are providing this as a reference tool, but at the end of the day, it doesn't replace bringing your child to see their pediatrician or consulting with a doctor. It's supposed to be kind of your first step when you're at home and you need the kind of immediate immediate advice that's not just the swirling thoughts that are in your head as a parent as to, you know, how serious is this? Is this fever high enough? So it's meant to kind of start you on the journey of seeking the best care and, you know, it's it's not meant to replace seeing your doctor. So you will hear the disclaimers in the skill. Um, and we don't want, you know, parents to not bring their children to the doctor if that's appropriate. So we're hoping that our skill kind of helps you do a little bit of triage on that front. Got it. Got it. And what about um, collecting the information, like the age uh, and you said in the weight, what happens yeah. with that information? Um, so that's only used for dosing calculations. So it's not stored or associated with the, you know, the user in any other way. If that's kind of what you're asking, right? So I was, I was getting at sort of personal health information. So I mean, yeah. I mean, most people, or not most people, but a lot of people know that currently, for example, Alexa is not HIPAA compliant, and so that's always one of the big issues that comes up. But from what you're, you're, you're um, what you're saying, yeah, it so sounds like that's not an issue for this particular skill. Correct. For this particular skill, there's no HIPAA information that is collected. And we, we do have some internal skills that we've done at Boston Children's Hospital, and we've found some interesting ways to get around the, the HIPAA compliance piece so that we can make skills that are helpful to our clinicians and helpful to our providers here. But until there is a commercially available smart speaker that is HIPAA compliant, our hands are a little bit tied and we feel as though we can't we can't have the impact that we want, especially in the clinical setting, until we're able to use that, that information. Yeah, and that and that's a common running theme, obviously, that I think once the HIPAA compliance does um, come online, essentially, uh, I think we're going to see some incredible advances. And I'm sure Boston Children's is, is right there waiting for that day. So. We are. We're definitely waiting for, <laughs> for the announcement, as I think everyone else is. So. That's right. That's right. Now, just before we started um, started recording, you had mentioned to me that you have just recently, by the time this goes live, will have just recently announced another skill. Can you tell us about that? Yes, I would love to. So in collaboration with Seattle Children's Hospital, we have created a um, flu doctor skill. So what this will do is provide answers to your common questions around the flu vaccine. 
And we think along with Seattle Children's Hospital that making this information available to everyone is incredibly important to help you better understand what the flu vaccine is, when you should get it, who should get it, and also just answer some common questions that a lot of people have around the flu vaccine in general. Wow. So that that's really great. Can you give us a sense of how that actually works? So somebody will uh, enable the skill and what happens? Yes. So what we've tried to do is it's called Flu Doctor. And we, along with Mama Doc from Seattle Children's Hospital, have created a number of different videos, um, as well as audio recordings that Mama Doc did to help you kind of answer your common questions. So you can, the skill will actually prompt you on different things you can ask. So it does provide suggestions such as who should get the flu vaccine, or you can ask me where I can get the flu vaccine. Hmm. And to that point, we've done a cool integration with Vaccine Finder, which is one of the the websites that we've that we have here at Boston Children's Hospital out of our group. So you can actually give your zip code and it will find you the closest location where you can get the flu vaccine as well. Wow. So that's really great. So it's like you said, it, it's it's really bringing the healthcare advice and information and guidance into the home in, in all different aspects. And I, I imagine it's really just a matter of time until each little topic, each little subtopic even in medicine is has a skill that somebody can access and it allows them to bring the healthcare into the home. Absolutely. And I think one of the opportunities we saw in this space is that right now, if you ask Alexa a healthcare question, you often get some pretty basic advice either from Wikipedia or there's some that's on there from WebMD. And they're making advances with the Mayo Clinic. But in the pediatric space, we want to be kind of the go-to in terms of trusted pediatric information. And we really want to put skills out there that are going to help parents get the answers to their questions. And again, it's from a reliable source, and you know that it's coming from Boston Children's Hospital. And we think that the flu doctor skill in particular is just a great example of two two incredible children's hospitals that are collaborating together to, again, just you know, give, give parents information. It's about empowering our parents and about empowering our patients. And that's going to lead to much healthier kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's great. One of the things that comes to mind for me when I'm hearing you speak about this is, you know, on the one hand, this is fantastic. We've got all this great information that's being developed. On the other hand, we're getting multiple skills and have, has, has the team given this any thought in terms of, you know, the discoverability of the, of the skills and how is that going to play out for the average consumer when they have to then remember the different skills to to invoke? Absolutely. And this is something that we've been talking to Amazon. We've been, you know, pushing kind of the industry because I think this is a question that everyone who is looking at voice is thinking about. You don't have your visual, you know, oh, you invoked this skill yesterday why don't you think about invoking this skill because it seems to match, you know, the all the information that, you know, you've put into this voice voice device in the past. Right. And I think that is a challenge and we have been trying to think about, you know, ways to get our skills discovered by users. 
So a lot of it is, you know, talking about what we're doing, is making people aware of what we're doing. We're putting some some thought into what we name our skills, of course. Mm-hmm. And But I think it's an ongoing discussion and something that we need to be thoughtful about. And we also need to kind of push push the big players like Amazon to do more automated matching. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it's, and that's certainly not only for, for healthcare with this discoverability issue. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out over the next, just even, well, even next year or two uh, in terms of what Amazon and other big players uh, uh, do in that in that realm. So absolutely. Right. Um, are there I any, think, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, and I was just going to say, I think it's, you know, across the board, kind of like you were saying, when you see see this information or these kind of survey results come out about how people use their voice devices, people tend to get into ruts and they use it for music and they use it for timers. And we really want people to be a little bit more broad in their continued use. And we want sticky users as everyone does across across technology. Sure, sure. And speaking of that, um, what have the stats shown in terms of, uh, for example, the Kids MD skill, which has been out for a while now? How are how are users finding it? What's your feedback? Yeah, so one of the things that we're most excited about is that we continue to have new users. So we usually have about 200 unique users per week, even though the skill has been released for over two years. So people continue to find our skill and use it. We've had over also 100,000 interactions in that two-year period. So we think that we're out there and people are accessing the skill, but we know that we need to have a more robust V2 out there that keeps up with all of the, the new show as well as kind of the advances that the technology has made. So we, we are in the process of releasing our, our V2 of Kids MD. So that should be coming in the next couple of months as well. That's great. And you've obviously got some really uh, incredible resources through the Boston Children's Hospital and now with the partnership with Seattle. What, what sort of timeline does it, have you found it takes to, to produce a really great skill, such as, for example, the new one that you just put out? Yes. So the brains behind our, our kind of voice skill de- development is, you know, really Nitin, my colleague, and he, he's pretty adept um, at building these skills. And so with with content, we've been able to turn around skills in, you know, two months that we think are very wow. robust. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's great. That's really impressive. Well, this is just, I mean, I'm sure this just scratches the surface of what you are doing with Boston Children's Hospital and, and of course, now with the partnerships with Seattle. That's, that's great. It's, it's so, every time I talk to somebody on this podcast, it's so exciting to hear about all the things that are, that are going on. What's, what's your take sort of on the future of, of voice and healthcare over the next couple of years? Where do you think we're going with all of this stuff? I think that there's so much interest and there are so many of these little projects that are bubbling up. I think it's going to continue to just be a hot topic. And I think it is going to take off. We're all waiting on the HIPAA compliance piece. But once that's solved and also once you know people are more familiar with voice, I think that there's going to be a lot more more interest in it in the clinical space, specifically because of the hands-free appeal. That's one of the things I've heard across the board is, you know, that's for a lot of the clinicians that we work with, that's the, the driving force. Anything that allows them to free up their hands, find information faster, and particularly dig through the electronic medical record, 
if you can have a voice assistant doing that, you're going to have an incredible amount of value added. Absolutely. That's a big key pain point for physicians, myself included. I'm waiting for that yeah. day when I can just talk to my assistant, uh, my voice assistant, and it just takes care of everything for me. That would be ideal. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so, great. I'm very optimistic, but, you know, we're not there yet. But I think that there's enough people, enough really smart people who are working on this and think that voice has a role in healthcare. So I think we're going to get there. That's great. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, um, thanks so much for, for spending some time with us. You have a, an event coming up in Boston. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. Yes. I would love to. So we at Boston Children's Hospital are hosting the Voice.Health Summit, and it's the official pre-event of the Connected Health Conference here in Boston. And it's going to be an incredibly unique event in that we're going to have a lot of experiential kind of rooms. So we're going to have different, different companies and different voice skills that are in kind of simulated rooms. So to represent the patient at home, to represent the patient in the waiting room, to represent the patient in the exam room. And it's really going to be about understanding what is going on in voice technology already and getting a lot of demos and just being a particularly hands-on experience, which we think is something that will make this conference really unique and an event that you don't want to miss. Great. And, and tell us when that is and how we can find information on that. Yes. Go to voice.health um, backslash summit. And it is the voice.health conference on October 17th. Wonderful. Well, uh, it sounds like it's going to be an incredible event. So I encourage all the listeners to make sure that, that uh, they get out there and, and check this out. Um, Devin, thanks so much for, for sharing some of the insights in terms of what's going on at Boston Children's and now the partnership with Seattle and the, and the new skill. Congratulations on that. It's really, really exciting what you are doing. Um, how can people find out more about what you are doing and connect with you and Boston Children's Hospital and so on? Uh, you can always find me on LinkedIn. And if you Google the Innovation and Digital Health Accelerator, we have a pretty awesome website. But I also want to take the moment to thank you, Terry, for having me on this podcast. It was really great to chat with you, and thanks for being so excited about what we're doing at Boston Children. Oh, it's my pleasure, and thank you again for coming on the podcast. Well, there you go. Thanks so much again, Devin, for coming on. Um, as I've mentioned in the podcast and the listeners, I'm sure it's obvious to the listeners, Boston Children's Hospital truly is a leader in this space, and uh, you've got some incredible things going on, and I'm sure it's just going to continue. For all the listeners, again, I encourage you to go check out the Voice.Health Summit. All of the information, of course, will be on the show notes page. You can access that at voicefirsthealth.com slash 12. And... Um, Again, check it out. That's a really cool concept, a really neat idea that they have going on there where it's going to be very hands-on and you'll be able to experiment and try out these voice-first technologies. Again, uh, please make sure you have subscribed to the podcast. Uh, we've got more and more uh, great interviews coming up, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Until then, take care, everybody.